0: Hello, Moe Dew, Hawk Talk. It's my Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of goons, starting with...
1: Uh, Tony Smith. What do you do, baby
2: boo? Uh, Jeremy Lee. Sign a kind of doty chody.
0: And Fred Sullivan.
2: It's over 9,000.
1: Ooh.
0: Hey, thanks for watching the show, guys. All right, we'll see you later. All right, no. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> so, uh... I haven't seen any news that really made me go, man, I need to talk about that. But there is some interesting news. We, so we talked about this Joker movie last week, right? Mm. And uh, I've heard uh, I heard there's, uh, there's like rumors. There's nothing confirmed at all from the article I read. It's like there hasn't even been an offer made. The rumor is like. Uh, How are Leonardo- going to refuse it? Huh? How are you going to refuse it? I mean I just thought it was interesting. So they're saying Leo Dio might play the Joker and
1: Leonardo that, DiCaprio in that standalone. Cool is Leo Joker. Dio. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Leo so, Dio. Yeah.
3: I now refer to him strictly as Leo Dio. Yeah. I want yeah. you to Dio. know that. He's Leo Dio. He's Leo Dio. Just Hashtag like it's, Leo Dio. Just like it's Joe Momo. J Momo for J Momo. J Momo.
2: Momo. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you guys think if that so <laughs> I feel like I feel like the likelihood of that happening is is minimal.
3: Yeah. But uh, if that
0: did happen, what do you guys think that would be like? Just make the movie.
2: It would <laughs> be dope.
1: Uh, I I think that would be really cool. It'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, um, if they finished it.
1: Yeah. That's that's I just guess make
2: the movie, guys. Yeah, just make it. Just make it. anything. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> They're making stuff, dude.
0: They're finishing lots of stuff. They have Yeah. They had two movies come out this year.
3: You're so angry.
0: <laughs> Stop talking about it then.
3: <laughs> That's true I mean there is There are, were
0: also rumors About Shazam There's yeah. ru- a oh, rumor yeah. <laughs> yeah rumor that It was someone else And John Cena John Cena being the one That really stood out no, to no, no, me No no no
2: It's someone else And John Cena <laughs> John Cena <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday
3: Sunday 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 Sunday
0: Okay So uh, The I, it's going to bother me. I need to figure out who the other guy was. It was some name that I was unfamiliar with.
1: about Shazam?
0: Yeah, Shazam. Shazam! So
2: John Cena's going to play Mr. Fantastic. Mm. Yes.
3: Uh, I, I mean, know. as I far know. as John Cena playing Shazam, physique? Yeah.
1: He's Pretty, got, he's, he's got um, legs for arms. Is yeah. that, guy. <laughs> that <guy's>,
3: He's got <laughs> legs for arms.
2: That guy's <laughs> torso is bigger than my entire body. When did you see him?
1: Uh, He's got legs for arms, dude. That guy's huge. I've He's still, gigantic. People talk
2: about John Cena all the time. I've still never seen him. Really? Okay. That's Shut not right.
1: Up.
0: I see what you're doing. Yeah. I'm
3: not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, but the problem is, is I don't I know if his uh, his acting He's capabilities. Actually pretty
1: Joshua Sussman. He's funny. Yeah.
3: But I don't know if that's what we want from his character in this so, movie.
1: Um. Did you guys see Trainwreck? I did not. John Cena's in Trainwreck. It's the uh, Bill Hader. I and did not know that. Is it John Cena's Trainwreck? What is that? Uh, she is a comedian. She's really funny. Blonde. Forgot her name. Amy Poehler. Not Amy Poehler. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Yes, yes. thank you. Um, good job. Mm. High fives, dude. You just read down just... the Amy line. Yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah, I was, I was literally, I was gearing up <laughs> for, we're, for, we're for the next We're going alphabetical Amy. order now uh chasing amy no that's not it uh yeah he was actually really good in that yeah okay funny like you know when like everybody saw the other guys and was like dude mark Wahlberg is actually really funny and nobody think he could do it it was like that funny okay i, ah. I would even say funnier
3: i mean given it, shazam's character is supposed to kind of be like a lovable goof but i don't know yeah. uh I just don't know about. It's him a weird a choice, man. It is, especially
0: if The Rock is
1: playing Black Adam. So is
3: it WWE presents yeah. Shazam?
1: Yeah. <laughs> WWE and WB and WC presents <laughs> DC's
3: Shazam.
1: I just I wonder what
0: that would. be. I really wonder what that movie would be like. Even if this never ends up happening, I still want to see Shazam and Black Adam played by John Cena and The
3: Rock. Would it just be like an episode of WWE Raw? Just them going back and forth in a ring, like pausing for the crowd's effects? Let's get Xavier Woods in that movie, too.
2: (laughs)
1: Why not?
0: Black Adam's like, if you smell what Black Adam is cooking.
1: Okay. Yep. He's looking directly uh, okay. at you. I don't know what to yeah, say,
0: man. Know, do, you, do you smell?
1: No, I don't. You no, we sp- should get that
0: taken a look at.
1: No, like do what? I smell anything? I smell lots of things.
2: <laughs> yeah, you do. Am I right? <laughs>
1: right
2: up top. Okay,
1: so I don't know Turkey. if I like the idea of John Cena being
3: Shazam. No, I'm still all for. Alan Richson? Yes. Me too. All for it. Yeah. Please make it happen.
0: I'm sure I could get behind John Cena if the official casting was made, but I really want Alan Richson, Yeah, especially that the whole Thad Castle thing. I feel yes. like he can play Manchild very well.
3: <laughs> he's not quite large enough, which where John Cena really can take that. But I don't know.
1: Dude. He can he's hit a, the gym. He's a big guy already.
3: He is. He's got a good base to work off of. Was he like six
1: four? He's. he's s- I mean, he's not just tall. six four guys. He's like. 225
3: he's no, he's jacked he's right, a more, big dude he's more Wait, cut ba- than he is than bulky john Cena. no uh alan richardson oh okay. no, john
1: cena is a professional wrestler yes he's i was like, like and, that those numbers like don't I add said, up has legs for arms that
3: guy is like 300 pounds yeah. Yeah. got it of he's just muscle man.
1: it's a big boy it's a big boy he looks boy. like the
3: the broad side boy. of a barn yeah yeah wide
2: very yes. wide john cena videos warms my heart oh so you have seen john cena I've seen the videos. I haven't seen him, though.
1: Oh, you just can't see him. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this? If that
0: happened, Jer? I What's like your it. opinion? That's dope. Cool. You'd just, be cool. You'd be told 100% behind that.
2: Yeah, just make the movie. <laughs> He's still on this.
1: Yep. <laughs> you just, you, so, Jeremy, let me ask you this. Are mm. you just done with the whole rumor thing?
2: Yeah, just make the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Hope you go and
3: bleep that out. No.
2: <laughs>
3: Unfortunate.
0: Well, uh, since uh, I guess this conversation is over, I guess we'll go to Patreon mm-hmm. for some uh, for some questions. Patreon. I don't care oh. who's who
2: or what's what, just make it. They're uh. making them, dude. There's
0: like an entire, there's like seven that they're actually shooting
2: right <laughs> now. We've
0: seen the Start footage. Start
2: making them and stop talking about them. <laughs> He's just on this.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know, I got to appreciate his commitment, though. He's He's going with this bit, man. He's not letting go. He says it's
2: a bit. It's a bit. It's not a bit. (laughs) I'm serious. Make the movie. Wonder Woman
0: just came out. Justice League's about to come out next month. Make the movie. Do it, bro.
3: Oh, as far as the Leo Dio news, by the way, though, uh, one, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Uh,
0: I don't think so either. No.
3: I mean, they've already kind of committed to Jared Leto, it seems, especially with. No, apparently
0: the standalone is going to have a completely different actor. Really? Yeah. It's a standalone. So the the Harley Joker movie is going to have Jared Leto in it.
1: So this is not canon?
0: It's outside the DCEU. I don't like
3: that they're doing this. Why confuse people? Did you not
0: hear about. Yeah, you weren't on the show last week. Did you not hear about this? Uh, (laughs) I know
3: that they were talking about that and they were talking about making a standalone Batman movie. In which is not supposed to be directly related to the DCEU, is right, that so correct? T-
0: so, to update you, I think, on, on the news <laughs> tentatively, that of what we know, uh, Batman movie is happening, is going to be in the DCEU. As far as we know, that's the truth. Yes. Okay, Joker is getting two movies a Joker and Harley movie that is in the DCEU, starring Margot Robbie and Jared Leto, and then a second non. DCEU film that's going to cover Joker origins, quote unquote. Nobody's really sure about what Please that don't do means. That. And uh, that p- might be directed by Marty Scorsese and, uh, oh no, produced by Scorsese okay. and possibly and directed by the dude who did The Hangover. And uh, and so they're thinking Leo Dio or they're I guess the rumor that is probably not true at all, totally unsubstantiated, is that Leo Dio is gonna play Joker in that.
3: This is a terrible idea, and they shouldn't do it. <laughs> well, uh, now where Fred stands. Well, no, the reason being is because one DC fans have been are are the people that have been trying to watch DC movies now are super confused as it is. Let's introduce a second Joker that, let's be real, might be much more fan-loved than the one that's in the DC EU.
0: Who at this point would be the third Joker in ten years. Third
3: Joker in They're 10, ten years. Pulling a Spider-Man. And Using arguably yeah. the biggest of those three actors, in which is Leo Dio, who would most likely kill the role, and then you're now going to not have him in the <laughs> cinematic universe that you're creating. It, it sounds like a recipe. It's
0: very confusing yeah. to people who are not, like, my mom would be very
1: confused looking yeah. at this.
3: I would be too, seems, if seems I didn't know. seems
1: awfully anticlimactic. It's just counterproductive to what you're trying to move forward with the world seems you know unnecessary what it seems like happened it
0: seems like a couple of dudes were at a bar hanging out and they are like you know what would be dope if Martin Scorsese made a joker movie and Leonardo DiCaprio played Joker They'd be like yeah that is tight that is tight and then someone behind him hears and like that person works for Warner Brothers and they're like tweeting this to yeah, right? this hot take
3: what if it was just like Leo Dio, and he's like all right I'm just gonna let this I'm gonna leak. start this rumor yeah he's like I want I just want to mess with people. I don't need the role. I the just s- want to mess with people.
0: The state of rumors right now, as far as DC oh, stuff man. goes, is just oh, so, it's getting so out of, out of control. It really is, <laughs> dude. so out of control. Really out You're of hand. I,
3: I, I don't know what is real and what Swiss is not heck? anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you Are you it, real? You no. I <laughs> didn't think so. There is no spoon.
0: The cake isn't real, everyone. No.
3: lie. cake is a cake lie. Is a lie.
1: What is happening? What are you talking about? The cake.
0: It's the, the
3: cake is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie, Tony.
0: Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> don't
3: you know, worry, man. If you don't
0: understand now, you never will.
3: Don't worry, man. I didn't even
2: play that game.
0: Now we well, knows it's from a game?
2: You are deprived of culture. That was false. Indeed. <laughs> yes. You're deprived
0: of culture because you haven't played Portal. Oh, yeah. Portal, got it. Oh, the Nightwing casting. We totally, uh, yeah, oh, we totally let that. that one slip our oh, minds. Yeah. Whoopsie. yeah, that was kind of a big deal. That's uh, yeah, nothing. So everybody keeps uh, messaging me about this, and I love you guys so much, and I really appreciate all the Danny <laughs> for Nightwing stuff. And to those who are like get, offering their condolences, it's okay. <laughs> I really am okay. I, I appreciate how passionate everybody is about it. Uh but I'm legitimately excited just like a lot of you guys are and I'm excited to see this guy in the role. I think he looks I think he totally looks like he could play Dick Grayson. Yeah. I haven't seen him act cuz I didn't see Pirates 5 you but You
1: realize so okay, I don't know if anybody knows this but I don't know if I'm even supposed to say this who so might have to cut it out. But Danny actually auditioned for a young Jack Sparrow. You know I said who it in an Do you know you know who got the role? Oh. That kid.
0: No, that kid was uh that kid was uh, Oh, he was Will Turner's son. was Will Turner's son. Oh, yeah. Okay. Will Turner. Yeah, just, wouldn't just, that wouldn't that be a big middle finger? I was like, "Damn,
1: dude." I was like, "Dang, man. That's Damn. twice. That's <laughs> twice." Damn, he snaked you twice, bro. Dang, man.
3: Why are you it's doing just like, He's just a, so much better Yon, than me. Yondu from Guardians yeah, of what's the Galaxy.
0: I'm Eric Poppins, y'all. yo. all Okay. So yeah. what do you guys what do you guys think about? I'm, what is his name? I'm I'm cool with it. I like That's it. cool. That I need to see a, a, a photo of, apparently, this, so of this man. So apparently
1: also about this, when this rumor spilled, and like, it's, it's confirmed, right? Yeah. So a lot of Brenton people- Brenton Thwaites. So mm-hmm. everybody, apparently there was there was a um, an article that I kind of just browsed past while I was on Twitter, and it said that after Thwaites got the confirmation of the role, an entire new Google search of his butt was then made. And was trending. Huh. So apparently there's a big deal about Nightwing's butt. Mm -hmm. And now they're trying to see if Brandon's is up to par. Brenton. I'm sorry. Brenton's butt is up to par. He's going to have to do how the squats. He's going to have to do those squats. It's not, you know, actually. That Nightwing workouts are not just about squats, guys. There's a lot. There are actually uh, many different kinds of workouts that you could do to technically get the, the buttocks nice and round.
3: And why is your buttocks not round?
1: Mine is very round. I would say that I probably have the. It, I mean, it's between me and Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy yeah, he beats definitely you. has oh, all wow. day. Very Jeremy round beats butt. you, dude. I'm Jeremy's sorry. got
3: the donk, bro. If I don't Jeremy, know. if the Jeremy what? did, if Jeremy actually
0: worked out, yeah. Have you not seen? Have you not seen his uh, his workout routine Big when he takes Judy. the camera and then does the, what, what did you call it, the Asian photographer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where he does basically a horse
2: stance and
0: then holds the camera oh, with hey, his legs spread You guys spread haven't wide. seen it
2: yet because that episode is coming out Thursday. Yeah,
1: new S- episode of the ESMO Vlog is going to be freaking I, I awesome. I it would go up against Jeremy. I mean, I don't know if I'd win. This guy in his fucking drop 10. But I would, I would, I would say I have a pretty nice butt to Jeremy, This conversation's getting a little weird. <laughs> it is getting a little weird. We're now
3: talking about our butts. How's your butt, Danny?
2: It's a
1: Nightwing
3: butt. It's a Nightwing butt, mm-hmm. huh? Uh, you live, you learn. These when freaking
1: artists, man. These comic book artists, man, they make it hard for us actors. Unrealistic <laughs> standards. <laughs> unrealistic, uh, man. I can't look like that.
2: I can't get my butt <laughs> to look that damn good, man. I can't pose like that either. That's not how human anatomy works. <laughs> that, I oh. would literally need to break my spine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh... oh. <laughs> Are we going to continue talking about the uh, the Nightwing casting?
0: We can. I mean, oh. what else is there to say? That he's going to be Nightwing and Titans.
3: Okay, yeah, that's dope. Cool. I looked at a picture of him. Yeah, I could see it.
0: Yeah, I kind of wish his hair was darker. I hope they will probably die. darken his hair. It yeah. doesn't even need to be black. It just needs to be a darker. Like he's very light brown. Yes, it is. His hair is very. It's light like a, brown.
3: He almost, is a very
1: light. brown. <laughs> it, his hair. It's uh hair. yeah.
3: It's definitely like a like a light brown to almost like a dirty blonde on mm-hmm. the outsides. But so the reason why, why I was asking you is because you for your uh, for your birthday, your lovely girlfriend Carissa bought you the new Batman movie. She did. Yes. Yes. Did you watch it yet?
1: I watched it uh, a while back. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Um. Which one?
3: The new uh, the Killing
1: Joke, the Killing Joke. Yes, oh um, I think I talked about it already, but I liked it mostly. But there was one specific <laughs> thing that kind of weirded me out a little bit. Yeah, I weirded out a lot of people. Yeah, I think I know where this is going. So <laughs> now,
3: the reason why I was asking is because uh, it's obviously R rated. It's uh, it's meant for mature audiences, yeah. but the take that they took on the entire story, in my personal opinion, was R rated for the sake of being R rated instead of it being actually, like, a good story, in my personal opinion. I felt like they take a few too many chances and just make it more uncomfortable to watch than anything. And just for the shock value, I think.
1: I think, well, I went into it just as a fan. Um, I Honestly, like, everything about it, I I enjoyed. Um, except that one... The one scene. That one detail. Yeah. I was just like, what? Is happening. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh. This is weird. I was like, I oh, hope they don't make this very long. And I didn't, thank God. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was re- <laughs> I really, hope, I really hope they don't make this a long. Uh, I, scene. I hope this ends <laughs> very quickly. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. It's was like, oh, good. It's, it's over. So, no. so I just like, oh, that didn't happen. Whatever. Uh, but everything else I enjoyed, I even, like, I, I enjoyed the the art direction as well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna rewatch it with Carissa, um, and I'll let you know. No. I'll let you guys know too. Like I'll I'll tweet out some stuff and and maybe I'll even like go and and talk about it next episode. And I don't know. I guess I should look at it in a little <laughs> yeah. bit more of a different eye.
3: I just looked at it and it was very like. There's just a few details that I just felt like not necessary, but no, it was yeah, so its no, own thing. It made yeah. its own story. So nothing
1: jumped out at me like. This is also taken the context that I, I just recently, before that, only like three or four months before that, bought a special edition print, not print, like hardcover print of the Killing Joke. Trade. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So it it almost mirrored that completely, and it was it kind of made me giddy in a way. Like I really liked the way that they did the flashback scene. They made everything like voyeur black and white style. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like I, I even enjoyed how Mark changed his voice, voice to sound more.
3: That was arguably my favorite part about it is just the fact that we had Mark, Mark Hamill. We had Kevin Conroy yeah. and Tara strong are all in it. Oh yeah. And so like that for me was, was a win in of itself, but it's just some of the subjects and the way that they went about it was just a little odd to me, but Anyway, I just wanted to hear your opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I just Thank recently you, watched it. Have you watched it?
1: No, I haven't seen it.
3: Okay,
1: just watch are you it. Danjo? let me know. what you, Danjo, intended.
0: Uh I didn't watch Killing Joke, the animated film. Uh, I saw some clips and I heard reception from my peers, and decided that uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it let it just. If I catch it eventually, I'll I'll watch it. But like, I'm not I'm not rushing to see it. Okay. You know, like I I read the comic and that was that was super dope. Plenty. All yeah. right. Well, um, let's uh let's jump over to Patreon. Yeah, let's questions. We, actually no. Let's, Talk to you beautiful people. Actually no, I, I don't yes. think I took any questions from Patreon so Patronon. far. So, Patreon. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of good stuff today.
3: Bum, bup, 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 bup. That mug is awfully nice, Tony. If you
0: could make, oh, sorry. Thank you. So Jared (laughs) Johnson asks if you could make a feature about any comic book character that hasn't been, hasn't had a movie yet. Who would it be, and why? Honestly, we've answered this question like probably a million times, and our answers change constantly because it's like,
1: what what was the question again?
0: uh, If we could make a feature about any comic book character that hasn't been made yet, who would we make? Um, But like, I kind of, I kind of want to talk about like original stuff that. Like, if you could make an original pie-in-the-sky, like, original project, what could it be? What would it be? And uh, a feature? Yeah, just like, uh, just because comic book characters, it's like Nightwing, but they're making a Nightwing movie, so I don't know. Like, it feels like all my favorite characters are already in the process of getting their own films, so mm. there's no character that I'm like, oh, this character needs to have their own movie. You
3: know what I mean? I think one of that would be cool is obviously Red Hood. Yeah, you know, but I'm sure that's been the horse has been beaten on that one for a while by his all own of us. Movie
0: though,
1: yeah,
3: it would be another gritty R-rated one. Yeah, but you know, it would be cool to see.
0: Yeah, like, uh,
1: almost like Deadpool in a way. I
0: feel like he'd mm. be stronger in a film with Batman as a supporting as a supporting character. Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. Maybe after they introduce him in his own movie, they give him, spin him off and give him his own. But, like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. Are we just basing it on comics, or do we want to do uh, anime or anything like that?
1: Eh, Whatever, dude. Throw it out there. Like a feature? Yeah, feature length. It's not technically not an original idea, but it's never been done before. Um, I would want to make it an adaptation. But I would actually, technically, I I didn't want it to be a feature. I'd want it to be a a pilot for a 12-episode show. Um, and I'd want to do Ayn Rand's *The Fountainhead*, but I'd make it um, a mix between *The Fountainhead* and um, uh, what was TJ's wedding style? Steampunk. So I would I would add a bit of steampunk uh, culture into it, the way that the style was and futuristic or retro. It'd be almost retro, but it'd be retro, but in the sense of you remember uh, *Sky Captain and the Great Tomorrow*. Yeah, it'd be like World that. World of Tomorrow. World of Tomorrow. Yeah. So it, it it would look a lot like that in the sense of it would just basically add this incredible like rocketeer. World. Yeah. Dope. So I would I would mesh the two together, and I would make it I would make it like very um very dark, but also re- realistic and not I wouldn't um I wouldn't try to veer off the story just because it was TV or just because it was film. Um, and I also I wouldn't freaking like I wouldn't piss my fans off because that's one thing that's like the only thing about Game of Thrones that I that I loved about this season as compared to other seasons that there were so many times that I was just like George what the hell man like I know you wrote this like thirty years ago but what the frick dude? that's
0: what makes it good though is the fact that they never give you any satisfaction in Game of Thrones that's why it's so satisfying in season
1: seven yeah I understand I I. I would make it. But like that's feel how like it, you earn it. Exactly, yeah. but that's already how it's written, so I wouldn't have to veer away from something like that. Like I wouldn't make it unsatisfactory for unsatisfactory's sake, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, because if you've ever actually read The Fountainhead, read The Fountainhead if you get a chance. Um, okay. The last chapter is just like, that scene in Pursuit of Happiness when he throws his hand in the air yeah. in the crowd, it's, it's, yes, a gif. That's the gif <laughs> of what I'm seeing in my head so when throughout I read that last the chapter. whole story. You're just being beaten down and then you finally get. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's kind of like. win at Yeah, the end. I, I, don't, I think I might do it like a mini series. So kind of like Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers, I believe, was 13 episodes or 14. I would. Was it? I think so. I thought it was like six. Band of Brothers? I know it's more than six. I think it might be. I could totally be off. Huh. No, you might be right. Continue. I Sorry, I didn't mean to s- cut no, you you're good. off. So it, this really doesn't matter. In the sense, I would probably make it a mini series. So I'd probably do like Rome. So I'd do like two seasons. So I'd make the first season, the first half of the book. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last season, the last half. And I would, okay. I, and it would, be, it would be really. You were closer. Cool. 10 episodes. 10? Yeah. I knew it was yeah because I remember watching eight and I'm being like oh there's a few more left. Yeah. Anyways, yeah that's that's what I, that would be my passion project. I would mm-hmm. like I've already talked to Jeremy about how I'd want to do like like the first scene how I would how I would do the the intro into every episode and how that you know how Game of Thrones has a mm-hmm. and then like the world building it would be a lot like that in the sense of world building but because Fountainhead is about an architect. Mm-hmm he would be basically playing a piano. And as he's playing the piano, you see like cuts of his hands be- moving.
2: Does he play the piano?
1: Yeah, okay. no, he doesn't play the piano, but it would it would be coming off like he is playing the music. Mm-hmm. But while he's playing the music on the piano, a city is being built. Yeah. So it's him, he's making the city, he's building the city with his hands. And it, it would kind of integrate that whole idea of this is the greatest architect that has ever lived in this world. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what that intro would be, like what kind of music I would want, how people would dress. It would basically be the, a mesh between 1920s style and steampunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to integrate how technology kind of pushes forward our culture in general. And we would try to introduce some kind of technology into the show as well to try to make people more relatable.
2: What year does it take place in?
1: It is. It's early 1900s, so I believe. I believe it starts in 19, 1918. To and I think it ends in the 30s. So like, or like right before the big crash. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's. So you're imagining like an alternate universe in that time. Exactly. Dope. Yeah. I like that. Steampunk is remarkably underutilized. Yes. In film. Yes. Have you guys seen Steamboy? It's an anime.
0: Uh, I know what you're talking about, but not... Yeah, Steamboy
2: was dope. I know some people didn't like it just because of the way it ended, but like the whole world that they built in Steamboy is really cool because it's like a nineteen twenty eight World's Fair or something. Oh. Like in so, that area or in that era, but it's set in an alternate time where technology is like way yes. like there are
1: flying machines already and That's stuff like exact. that. But so, it's still set in that
2: year. I don't know if, if i steam powered and whatnot. Yeah.
1: I would I don't know if I would do flying machines though. I don't know if I'd do that because like I would want to, I'd really want to push the idea of architecture architecture, and liberal arts being like pushing the human race forward because like we, I feel like we lose that sometimes because we're so inundated with all this cool stuff happening around us. Back then, it was crazy to see the, some of the things that we see just on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like it was crazy to see the technology that we see. Mm-hmm. Um, to any normal person back then, it was it was incredible for them. It was like eye-opening and it would push forward creativity. So I'd want to integrate how that's pushing people forward. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's like my big passion project. That's what I'd want to do. On my directorial debut, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool-ass experience. Directorial debba Baba. Y- you said it better than I did. So, Jared, I know you've
0: been... <laughs> So, Jared, I know you've been trying to uh, do a sci-fi series forever. Is that, is that your ultimate passion project? Something, something sci-fi, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, not like...
2: Mm. Well, there are a lot of ways you can do sci-fi. But I want to do something... Like, a sci-fi with no compromises. Like, there's a lot of different styles of sci-fi where you can save money on it. But if it's like a pie-in-the-sky idea, like, I want this to be an epic. So, what? I don't know what it is yet. I don't know. I do know I want a band of characters coming together. What kind of
0: sci-fi do you think you, uh, you're going to go for? Like, something angular and lived in, like Star Wars, Halo... Stuff like that, or something smooth and... uh, Lived in. Lived in? Yeah. So... So less Star Trek, Mass Effect, and more...
2: Alien? Lived in, in the lived in part of that universe. So it's still a universe with, like, crazy cool technology, and it's clean, like Mass Effect and, and Star Trek, the new Star Trek, but... It takes place in a universe where that exists, but the characters that we're following just happens to be in the, the junkier part of whatever
1: the underdeveloped side of that universe,
2: or like just, uh, planets that have been abandoned, you know, yeah, floating in the outer rim or something like that. The
3: lower parts of Coruscant.
2: Yes. (laughs) If you want, yeah, if you want to call it that, sure. Um, Sci-fi, such an
0: interesting.
3: I love sci-fi. So
0: you're thinking like space epic. Space epic,
2: but with a lot of um, Blade Runner's aesthetic is really what I picture.
1: Very gritty, Very gritty and pop. Like Even poppy. though,
2: like a mix between uh, Ghost in the Shell and Blade Runner, where it's oh. like a lived-in, it's like a lived-in city, a city that existed. It doesn't have to be just a city, but whatever environment that we're in, like the universe that we're in, is has been there for a long time. And it's set in the far future, but they're still using older technology sometimes just as like to patch up their broken gear or something like that. So the aesthetic of like, let's say Metropolis, the anime, not the, um, the Orson Welles movie, Metropolis, Akira, Ghost in the Shell, like all of those is in the future, but it's kind of very holographic neon type aesthetic lived in almost steampunk style. But neo steampunk. I don't know how else to describe it. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? I do. Have you guys I seen think I can picture it. or I Metropolis? Yeah,
0: yeah. I kind of know what you're where you're I, going yeah, with that. What, or Ghost in the, the Shell. About.
2: Like in Ghost in the Shell, Neo Tokyo is just basically the what movie you or see? the anime. Uh, both actually. The from what I've seen, I haven't seen the movie, but from the trailers and the promo pics I've seen, it's almost like a very faithful live action adaptation of what the original anime was, which is. Like when I watched the trailer, of aesthetic or story? <clears throat> aesthetic. I haven't seen the movie, so yeah. I can't say. But in terms of aesthetic and what the characters look like, like the robots and the androids in the new movie, the live action movie that I saw in the trailer are like exactly how I pictured what the anime looked like would look like in live action. Dope. So the aesthetic of Neo Tokyo, New Tokyo, in Ghost in the Shell looks it just looks like Tokyo except built taller because it's in the future. So there's more development, but then just a whole bunch of neon holographic signs everywhere. Just because in the future, like you're basically... Like, you're part of the internet Neopunk is cool, the web. man.
1: Like, I remember Blade Runner, one of the... Cyberpunk, that's what it is. Yeah, I, like... One of the craziest things about Blade Runner, I think, that people really don't take into context is the world building that went into that production. Yeah. Like, I remember... Like the difference, like you see, like the intro of the shots, like you see, and you go from like, like you just take one frame of the intro where you where you meet Harrison Ford's character, right, and then you just take a random, just a random shot from any other frame, like let's say just like the last frame, like my one of my favorite monologues of all time, you know, like just tears in the rain. We take a frame of that, and you're just like, are these the same movie without seeing any of the, the, the same characters? And you ask someone just off the street, are these the same movie? And it, it, more times than not, they're going to be like, no. Like, that's world building. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the coolest things about sci-fi that I think a lot of people, and just mm-hmm. specifically Blade Runner, um, that I think a lot of people don't give credit to. Like, I honestly will watch that movie, yeah, and I won't watch the director's cut, just so I can... <laughs> Just so I can see how it looks. Yeah. I cannot wait for this new movie. I cannot wait. Oh, my God.
2: So if I were to do a sci-fi, it would be a series, not a feature. So would you do like a trilogy? short form. uh,
1: Or an anthology?
2: Like a short form series, like Netflix, how Netflix does it. Oh, okay. 10 to 14, 13 episodes, an hour long each. And that way you can explore different parts of that universe and not just have to stick to one thing. That would be fun.
1: Like you like kind of explore so cool. the area
2: you're in, dude. It's gonna be sick. Cyberpunk is what I was talking about. What Cyberpunk, I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, have you? Oh, um, was like the, the game, the last night or something. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes, like that. That's cool. Except in live action, that would be dope. So funny, man. So funny. I so many influences. Of that game. Mm-hmm. so yeah, many influences. So many influences. Yeah. So many. All of these draw influences from each other, like none of them could exist without one the other you know mm. it's what about you
3: fred i don't know man like sci-fi is still my favorite genre right but to try to go something a little way from that like as far as actually using a property i wanted to see a bioshock movie so bad so bad dude it's it's set in the 60s right the first game which is the best one of the series in my opinion it's set in the 60s But everything that happens, like we can do an origin story, which was what Bioshock 2 was, which took place in the 40s and 50s. So it was the building of rapture to the city it was to be away from all governments to make their own thing. Uh, And then the falling apart of that society to what it is now when you experience in the 60s, which is just a downtrodden, like, just mess of a, a dystopia, really. Everything is falling apart. Infrastructure is falling apart. And now it's just leaders trying to take power in this area, right? And I think that the the look of it is unbelievable. It's just such it a unique a style. That's the question, though, man. Like, can you make a series of that? I mean, you probably could, but you'd probably have to do the uh, the build-up to what is, like, the end-is-nigh moment, right?
0: Yeah, how I imagine is, like, House of Cards meets... Mm. So so it's really about, like, the political upkeep in the yeah. beginning. But then you have that element of, like, the splicers and
2: stuff like that in the actual world. So, like, almost... Yeah. I feel like you could get the origin story of how Rapture was built through the dialogue of the characters. But when you're starting off, let's say it's a series, like, 10 episodes to 13 episodes, start off following whoever you're, you want your main character to be. And through his dialogue with other people that he's interacting with in Rapture, you kind of gather what's happening in the political climate at the time. And we're jumping into the story right when it's about to fall. Breaking Bad Mm. meets Bioshock.
3: I mean, you could also do person living in the moment for, like, half the season and then climax moment where everything starts to fall apart, right? Yeah. Or you start to see, like, you get shots of... Fontaine, and you get shots of Nolan mm. Ryan or uh Ryan Andrew, Andrew Ryan. Ryan. Uh, Nolan Ryan is a baseball player, uh, <laughs> dude.
0: You know <laughs> what I'm getting? Uh, like, you telling this story, I'm getting flashes of
3: Westworld.
0: Oh, I didn't get to
3: see much of it, but oh, yeah, Just I can like, totally see that.
0: What you're describing is like you're watching an infrastructure slowly. It? Uh, I'm about I think seven episodes in, but from yeah. so yeah, but I like, know. <laughs> crap is hitting the fan right now, yeah, it's, it, with where I'm at. I almost I kinda want to watch an episode tonight. Which, but yes.
1: Which so which part are you on before we move forward?
3: Don't
0: spoil it. <laughs> ah uh, dude, I don't know how to say it without spoiling
2: it. It's
1: it's a character, hard to say. A character oh, yeah, just
0: found
2: out the truth about another character that he's involved with.
0: Yes. Anyway. Anyway, um no. if you've seen Westworld out there, then you might know kind of kind of where i'm going like you're watching this you're watching something happen and it's a slow burn because in Westworld, yeah. like you're watching there's an event that's taking place and at the beginning of the series you're like man that would be creepy if that happened and then it starts happening and then you're like oh no this <laughs> oh, is not man. good this is not good the whole time that's you're like creepy. this is not good yes, i don't so west
2: like, World is mu- a much better fit for this structure because yeah in Westworld. You jump into the story following a character, and everything's fine, but things start falling apart, and the whole thing starts falling apart, which is how Raptor It's an unraveling thread. The the single thread starts unraveling. House of Cards. Have you seen House of Cards? No, I haven't. So, the first season at least, it's like you jump into the middle of a story, and it's not that the world is falling apart. The world is not all right, but you jump in following this character, and it's his rise to power, and he finally gets to the position that he wants.
3: Yeah, I mean, because the way I'm looking at it, like, it can be starting just like someone new and in coming into it, right? Yeah. Where they come through the bathosphere and, like, they pop up and, but, like, it's still, like, it's new. Like, it's an upkeep society, yeah. right? Where they're like, welcome, welcome to Rapture. Here's your, you know, info and And it's still, like, a destination. This. Yeah, it's still, like, people want to go there to escape yeah. all the, the problems of the real world or whatever it is, right? And, Ooh, like, whoa. they're starting to go through it, but, like, you see, like, just certain things happening that. You're like, huh, that's weird.
0: What's that? There's right? isolated incidents of something, of strange things happening until the, those isolated incidents start, yes, popping up more yeah. frequently. Like you see, so, like
3: like episode two, like goes to like a like a movie theater and you see some guy just shooting plasmid, right? And he's like, like so you see that he's, had, he's starting to get those tendencies of a splicer, and like yeah. he's like, you're yeah. like, that's weird. But all what's of these going are isolated there? incidents. Anytime
2: time yeah. you start, or your character, or at least one of those characters, starts seeing things. They're isolated to them, but then to the audience, you kind of start piecing together the puzzle, yeah. and then eventually it all leads up to the climax. Yeah. yeah,
0: episode six or seven or something. That's it's when, climbing. and then the civil war breaks out. Right. Is that what happens? There's a civil war inside Rapture.
3: Uh, not exactly. It's there's uh like just falls apart. Basically, like everyone just starts. Well, I guess it is a civil war technically, where there's two rival basically, Ryan Andrew Ryan and uh, Fontaine Fontaine. Yeah start clashing and everyone's just starts looting you know, and yeah it's stuff. just it becomes you know like as anything bad happens in this world it seems that everyone kind of goes back to their instincts yeah. and just starts trying to look out That's for themselves splicer so in the video game bioshock you get things called plasmids which is basically like a drug that you take that you get certain powers so It's like
0: with a needle, you inject it into your arm and then you get the power. Yeah, Yeah.
3: like you, basically what you're using is Eve and you get plasmids that give you powers as well. So you can get like lightning that you can shoot from your hand. But all of these were given as a way to make life easier for you. So like you can start a fire by doing this so you don't need gas or like an, ign- an ignition. You are the ignition now, right? It's so, meant to be
2: utilitarian.
3: Yeah, like telekinesis. Now you can move things without really having a strain or anything like that. Like It's all these things were given to the common people as a way to improve day-to-day life, but it obviously people with other intentions started to use it for other reasons to come into power or whatever it might be. And then there were the people that use them too much and Eve slowly deteriorates your body. It's ripping apart your DNA. And that's what a splicer is, is somebody that is used too much, basically a drug addict, that to the point where their body's becoming disfigured and, and they start uh,
0: going crazy and yeah. acting crazy and becoming really violent and volatile. Yes. Like someone who has, I don't know, maybe been a heroin addict and sees their next fix through you and tries to attack you. Like they're they're crazy. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monstrous so. people. Yeah.
3: Monstrous, but the Monstrous. thing is that there's so many levels to it because that's just the one level, right? And then where you there's... beat them in
0: the face with a wrench. Oh, fun. very violent. Mm-hmm. Actually,
3: the combo is lightning and then hit them in the face with a wrench. Oh,
1: good. I'm gonna, and look if they're standing up. in mm-hmm. water,
3: I have the game by the way, I'll let you play it. It's really a great playthrough.
1: Nice. I remember good. working
0: at Game Crazy, I was a, a shift lead at Game Crazy when that game came out, and I remember this mom came in to buy it for her kid, and like I, you know, I was 16. But even I was like, dude, this game is so violent that the graphics are... And the graphics are good. For, for Xbox time, 360, they were really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like you pop someone in the head with your wrench and you see the dent and the blood and the... Yeah. You see dude, the dent in their the skull. The noise. Yeah. <laughs> that noise. And I was like, are you sure you want to buy this for your eight-year-old, miss? Like, this is... A really violent game. Yeah. It's really violent. Mm-hmm. And the kids also, over there are like, Yo, shut up.
3: <laughs> shut up, you douche. I remember doing that when I was at GameStop, telling parents like what it actually has, and they're like, Why did you try to get me to buy this for you? Yeah.
0: I was like, this is M for like all the reasons. <laughs>
3: like Call of Duty isn't bad. Don't buy him that. That's fine. But like yeah. uh, this is not good.
0: This is like one of the games th- like, yeah, Call of Duty, I was like, I don't care. This is with a game that I was like, this one is like it made me cringe. That's
2: how I know it's a lot for kids. But, yeah, you know. My first game but, like that was was a Manhunt. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. My God, dude. That, manhunt was savagely oh. violent. I never played that. Manhunt. Kids out know. there. Man dude, let's don't play
0: Manhunt. So Manhunt was so violent that they actually made a second oh, game in the series. I remember Manhunt. Manhunt 2 for the Wii. Oh. And Manhunt 2 <laughs> had an AO rating. It was the only game that had an AO rating in the beginning. And it's because you took the Womote... Womote. The Womote. The Wiimote. <laughs> and you literally, you you would saw back and forth to dismember people. It's <laughs> crazy. And then they, I think they had to like dial back the violence. <laughs> they had to brighten up the screen. Uh, all this stuff in order to make sure yeah. that they can just drop it to a mature rating I instead remember of adult only.
2: In, in Manhunt 1, I got it for the original Xbox, something like that. And one of the first times, I did a kill. I think it was with a either an axe or a machete, and it, the guy was kneeling in front of you, and you just the neck, man. That neck motion. I'm like,
3: whoa, what? The crack in the voice <laughs> too really sells it. <laughs> oh,
0: but, yeah. I'm not
2: ready for this. That's crazy. Um, I don't. I don't remember how old I was, but, but I yeah. was too young. Uh. Bioshock would definitely be an interesting yes. property I to work with. I picture a production design kind of like Hellboy 2. You guys, do you guys remember, remember Hellboy 2? It's no? been a while. I don't know if Dude, I remember. Dude, Hellboy 2 is very steampunk style, but very much like, thinking about it now, it's very much like Bioshock.
3: Bioshock definitely had a very interesting look and feel to it, and I think that's like why it's so interesting, is because... Mm-hmm. Visually, it looks like it would could have in the game. It looks like yeah. it could have been beautiful at some point. Man,
2: I really want to make a Bioshock series now.
3: And that's the thing is, you can make it so you can see the way it looks then. Yeah. And then, if anything, like depending on how you want to shoot the series, you could show like flashbacks to that as somebody that has been like is now in the deep of it after everything has gone wrong. I feel like it should be like Walking in the Dead, Moment, where
0: it's in the moment and you're following. You're watching the first season is watching uh, Bioshock: Descend into Madness. But at the end of the first season. Crap hits the fan and the characters are fighting for survival. Big set piece. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is when things get really crazy. Second season is about surviving and trying to get out of rapture.
2: And that's what the entire second season is about. It should be a trilogy of seasons. Mm-hmm. And then third season, by the end of third season, that's when the character that you follow, the new character, his story ends. Maybe he passes away or something. And then that's when, uh, what's his name, comes down from the bathysphere. Booker. Booker, no, no, Booker. Booker was in. Oh, like, that's uh in... Columbia. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in. Infinite. Would you kindly, guy? Jack, Jack. Jack. That's it. Yeah. So that's when Jack appears at the end of the and third that's season. When you that's hear the
3: radio. <laughs> and you're like, Man, it's Atlas on the radio. Yeah. Ooh. Would you kindly,
2: dude? What if the character, your original character, who comes down first? We follow. We've been following his story all three seasons. And one of his friends, the best friends, like in season two or three, maybe we meet him, is Atlas. Or ends up being Atlas. And that's how it ends. Like, your character passes away, dies somehow in some situation, and then Atlas gets on the radio. And that's how it ends with uh, Jack showing up in the Bathosphere. Or your character the entire season is Atlas. And then he gets
3: killed. Oh, wait. You, can't, you no, can't... No, no, uh, no, no. It's, well, I don't know if he wants to play it or not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the game yeah, is yeah. from 2007. I mean, you're not going to remember so, whatever we're talking about.
2: This game about, is from like, 10 anyway, years ago, man. I don't feel it's, super bad about is, is spoiling it, but The thing is, you can't, it, make, it, yeah. you can't I, make it
3: Atlas because Atlas is
0: Fontaine.
2: Yeah. But like, but like, Atlas
0: was possibly originally a real person. We don't know, right? And then maybe Fontaine took over his uh, Persona. I yeah. killed him at yeah. the end of the series and then became... Took
2: over his Persona. So... I think I still prefer it being an original character, so it could be still, his name is Atlas, and his persona just gets taken over by Fontaine, but like, following an original character, you get to create what his story is, Mm he just happens to be in this universe as these events are unfolding. Yeah,
3: because it's such a super interesting game, and like, in all honesty, I have the remake, like, I would say play that, like, Mm -hmm. play and beat it, like. Play it on the easiest difficulty. I don't care. Just experience that story. On what, on what console? I have it on PS4. Are you really? Yeah. It's It came out, the collection, not too be long on ago. on anything. Is it,
1: is it good graphics?
3: It's updated. It's The gameplay is obviously, it's over 10 years old, so it's going to feel a little old, but it is, at that point in time, You're it was still gonna the best first something. person.
0: It's not about the, the gameplay, if that makes sense. It's about the experience. And it's Most about definitely. And it's about the atmosphere, and it's about the narrative and the way that the story unfolds. It is the piece by piece. It is a horror game, and the action is still fun no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all about the atmosphere, and that's the thing is like yeah. I don't. I don't think the atmosphere is. I how does it
1: start like how, what like what. Do I don't s- even. I don't, don't want to play it. Yeah, yeah honestly, honestly it's, if
2: you do like like. Play the first Bioshock so you can appreciate the atmosphere and the world building and mm-hmm. the narrative in that. And then if uh, you want, you can play Infinite, which is the third game, and that's just straight up shoot-em-up action.
3: Yeah, that's shoot-em-up action. Bioshock, which I really like, too. Bioshock 2 is uh, the prequel to the first one, which yeah. kind of tells a little bit more about the actual <sighs> story. But And then
0: Bioshock 3 is the prequel to that prequel.
3: There's no Bioshock 3.
0: Bioshock if, Infinite is the prequel to the prequel.
3: Yeah, Bioshock 3 is odd. I if, like it. It fits. I mean, I like the game, but it is... I don't consider it a Bioshock game. Polarizing. Leave it on, leave it on its own.
0: A lot of people had okay, very many fair. I opinions that. about it. I
3: like that as its own standalone story. Yeah. Because Bioshock 1 and 2 had such a... Like, they basically were trying to make it a universe. Yeah,
2: I totally get it. Because in Infinite, it felt like... It, I love the story... But it did feel like they were kind of force or shoehorning that story into what Bioshock 1 and 2 They were two trying were.
3: to make it so they could make a series out of these yeah, games, so like Assassin's Creed. Yeah,
2: it seemed like they were trying to make it related, but they yeah. weren't very related at all. No, and that's why, like, as a
3: story in of itself, 1 and 2, yeah. it, like, 2 is even not loved by Would a lot of fans. Would you want
2: to visit Columbia in this series at all?
3: The thing is, right, is that if this were a successful, like, three-part series, you can do different stories telling it, like, almost like an American Horror Story.
2: yeah. Okay. Anthologies, yeah. That's like fair. American
3: Horror Story has a well. There's a whole set of fan theories out there about what it is now. It's supposed to be Dante's Inferno, and like the seven. Or, uh, uh, I should really nine. watch that show. It's apparently That's fantastic, but uh, so you can make like just little small bits Actually, here and there about different stories of it.
1: The first two seasons are great. Okay, but th- I think uh, we're on season five now. Yeah, yeah I'll no, definitely watch it.
3: I think that would be a cool idea where you can still visit Columbia and kind of experience it in the same way yeah. in a different light, but maybe not make it a three season type thing. Yeah. Well, it could be know. interesting if also,
0: or at least you,
2: references to it.
0: Yeah. If you start the season with four different characters going on their own separate journeys. And as the story unfolds, you feel these character stories start getting closer and closer and closer until the climax of the story. When all four, all the main characters, how four, five, six, however many you want, all kind of collide and they're all in one room, literally like PUBG, dealing with the same except problem. So you can
3: almost do like Andrew Ryan, Fontaine, your character. There's really not another person in there, but hey, you, you can make, make characters. Make up, these side yeah.
2: characters or just these minor cameos and stuff like that, that still influence the story. Maybe some of them could leave to go to Columbia or something, and that's mm-hmm. how they exit. I kind of like leaving
3: it just rapture as just rapture yes yeah. yeah. cool rapture too. like that story yeah. is
0: you could mention Columbia like maybe at at see be, a like, poster egg. on the wall or something as you pass by
2: maybe. Easter eggs people love Easter eggs that's yeah. true
3: but uh, I don't know but it's it's a super interesting like climate and everything throughout the game especially when like you see these grand rooms and these like huge beautiful places in which in the game are just destroyed and desolate and you're like what happened? Yeah. You're still you're clueless. What
2: was the, uh, the character's name who plays the piano? The composer? Uh, I can't remember his name, man. I haven't played Dude, the Dude, there's this character who plays the piano and he composes music and he's trying to create his best piece of work yet and he captures splicers and forces them to play it perfectly and none of them gets it right and if they don't get it right he, sh- he kills them on stage and it's like one spotlight and he's it's- a madman. Dude, but his his music, who oh wait, I have He's gonna look it up. I have it on my oh, okay. uh playlist. But like that music is incredibly written.
3: Because there's also like each one of the characters that are now still alive in Rapture, like are obviously alive for for some reason, right? They're not just alive. So,
2: basically, this thing, this Gary Scheiman, that's the composer's name for okay. the video games. But he composed the music for the composer in the game. Like all the music is just mm. really good, man. Oh, so,
1: man. so basically, what happens is this place is built as like a getaway,
3: it's a way to get away from all governments,
1: it's its build. own society. It's so you it, go yeah. there, okay. So, you go there as almost like on vacation to just be away, or is no, you, actually, you move there you like move you, there.
3: you look to escape? because okay. uh, this is during the time of communism, this is during the time of capitalism as a high in America and uh, fascism in uh in germany so it's basically like come here where you whatever you make is what like you have to make what you want like you build what you want and instead of being oppressed by the bigger people like there's no oppression Sovereign nation that's basically the
0: best way to put it it's its own sovereign nation
3: yeah like build what you want yeah so and the thing is we're not even mentioning about like one of the even like bigger storylines of the little sisters and big daddies. Yeah, right? I mean like, that's later in the, the thing, but like those car- like those are terrifying thoughts too about that. Like that's mm. a whole another fold into this entire story. Long
0: story short, play the game.
1: Yeah. Okay, I have that's it. A cool sh-
0: yeah. Plot that turned into a yeah advertisement. For By Bioshock. the way, I haven't yeah.
2: played Bioshock in a long, long time, and I wait until play Infinite. And I started Infinite and it was just like, oh, exploring the world, you know, tutorial for the first 15 minutes or whatever. And then it got, I was like, huh, is this game really it? like, is it going to pick up? And then this one moment happens, bam, with the sky hook. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) I forgot this was a Bioshock game. That's The the guys (laughs) that just went flying off. I'm like, what? What?"
3: It got very action-y in the third game where they wanted to make it more action shooter excitement and then put like this cool story behind it.
2: Uh, but I, I like, the story. dude, no, I like bird it. song. Anytime I hear that now, I'm like, whoa, it's He's gonna come flying in through the roof. Really cool set pieces.
3: But Bioshock one for me personally was just like a really, yeah, dude, I'll check yeah. Out. Creepy, oh, absolutely. Creepy, interesting world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if I was gonna make, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I was gonna make a any sort of, I think I would want to do a series as well, but like a mini series. Like, 10 episodes. I'm, I'm like, I'm all up on the 10-episode train. Oh, absolutely. Like, 10 episodes, hour-long episodes. I feel like that is a strong way to convey a story. It's not too much. It's not too little. And it allows you to be cohesive. And we were talking about this last week. And I think that I would want to do Yu Yu Hakusho. Ooh. This was another one of my thoughts. Yu Yu Hakusho. If you guys haven't seen that anime. Blue fire. It's... It's not just, you know, I I don't want to go with a comic. We talk about the comic book stuff all the time, and it's like, it's all kind of being done right now. Mm -hmm. So, one of the things that they're not doing is anime, and Yu Yu Hakusho was such an interesting. What the hell is that? All right, so let me show you some pictures. So, basically, the story revolves around this this character named Yuzuke Yurameshi. Dude, that shit was so so (laughs) dope. And uh, what happens is Yusuke is hit by a car. Yusuke is the dude in the green um, with the slick back hair. He gets hit by a car, and then the Soul Society, or I haven't seen it in a really long time, but its I love the series. Um, basically, they were like the Soul Society, like purgatory or heaven or hell or whatever. It's just like, yo, uh, we messed up. You're not supposed to have died yet, so we're going to send you back to Earth. But now that you've seen all this stuff, like now you have spirit powers, and we're going to make you a spirit detective. Yay, congrats. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So now he has the ability to fire a an energy blast out of his finger uh, called the spirit gun. And he charges up his soul energy, and he blasts it out in a in a stream of energy. And he can only do it one per, once per day in the beginning. And in the beginning, the first part of the series, he uh, is, like, solving these sort of, like, Uh, spirit crimes that are happening around the city. The first season, in my opinion, was a little bit slow, but once it gets to the Dark Tournament saga, Mm -hmm. which is the story I would focus on primarily... I feel like season one was just set up. Yeah, I feel like it was set up as well. Of course, that's how it goes. And uh, they enter this Dark Tournament, and uh, they basically need to fight against uh, this super-powered character named Tagoro who's like obsessed with physical strength. And he becomes like the embodiment of strength, and everything about him is just like strength, strength. What's his name? Tagoro, and uh, and it's such a cool story, it's such an interesting world, and I feel like you could really uh, tell an amazing narrative with uh, with these characters, and it hasn't been done in live action. This is one of the anime that I think can do well in live action.
2: Yeah, the character development in this anime was like really really good. It
0: was unlike a- character development in any other anime I think I've seen. The characters actually felt felt things. They actually were very emotional and they they all had distinct personalities. Did you watch Inuyasha? I did watch Inuyasha, yeah. Do you think what about that character development? Not as strong? Uh, Inu- Inuyasha was good. Um, I thought those characters were good. I thought the world was good. It didn't it didn't grab me like Yu Yu Hakusho did. Mm-hmm. Yu Yu Hakusho, I just started watching it one day cuz it was on like uh, Adult Swim or Tsunami or something. It was on <laughs> Tsunami back in the day. And I was just like, this is awesome. Everything about it was awesome. And I really liked the characters. I thought they were all so interesting and charming and all brought their own distinct personality to the table. If we ever made it, I totally think that that Tony would most definitely be Kuobara. Yes. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Whoa, Whoa. If you guys have, if Whoa. you guys have seen Yu Yu Hakusho, Show, you know that that Tony's totally Kuobara
2: Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. Uh,
0: Noel would definitely be uh crack. Uh Karama. Yes. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Looks like Togoro is based off of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's
0: he's big and he like he's a scary demon he's monster got a, man. He's got a he's awesome. he's got,
1: Glasses, the sunglasses, and the haircut.
0: He was my favorite. That was my favorite arc in the entire Terminator, series. Terminator,
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger.
3: You really think that he'd be Karama? Interesting. I think he could be Kurama. He's got to like, be. Whoa, I can't remember their names. It's thing? been so long. Uh,
0: Hiei is the one who looks like who basically is Vegeta. Yes. And uh, what the hell? I feel like if Hiei I was has gonna a sword right? Huh? he yeah. has the yeah. sword. Yeah. If I was gonna cast anybody, I would probably cast Yoshi sadarso as as yusuke
3: uh, okay i thought you were gonna cast yourself as yusuke
0: no no yusuke i think is japanese for sure or yeah, i, I mean, mean a of asian descent for yeah sure. for sure um i, I yeah yeah he, he, he gets, gets he gets, gets ridiculous yeah in the later seasons but yeah i feel like uh i feel like that could be a very interesting series you know what we should start doing on the show and see if, if anybody likes it just like Cause what we did with Bioshock is we literally just broke down an entire pitch of how the story could unfold mm-hmm. in a season. We should try doing that with like throw an idea on the table, like have our, our listeners throw out an idea and say, like, hey, so if you were gonna make a if you were gonna make a series out of out of, let's say, I don't know, it's spitballing, uh, Shazam, mm-hmm. what would it be? And then we just like lay out the entire story. If you were going to make a story out of Ninja Gaiden, what would that story be? If you were going to make mm-hmm. a, you know, I don't know. That'd just, be dope. I like that idea. If you had this property and you could turn it into a TV show or a movie, what would, what would your story be? And then just kind of like pitch some crazy ideas and see what kind, of, what kind of movie. Like this movie would be a buddy cop. This uh, Bioshock would be like Westworld. You know, stuff like that. I think that would be Case neat.
2: closed. Case Closed. That was a good show. Case Closed was 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 a really good show. Yeah. I remember I only started watching it because it came on after Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah. (laughs) It was so smart. Mm -hmm.
0: Such a smart show. Very witty. That's all I got. I mean, dude, I also think we could do a That scene in
2: the dark tournament where he just lands one right on the guy. (laughs) He goes flying across the tournament floor. I'm like, whoa. Dude, the animation in that
0: anime is crazy. Yeah. You know what would also be dope? Cowboy Bebop. Dude, I was going
3: to pitch that. That was another one that ran through my mind.
0: Cowboy Bebop is something that we could totally, 110% do. Mm -hmm. We could probably do Cowboy Bebop now.
3: And dude, that's a 13-episode season.
2: I know some guys, local musicians, jazz rap style. Dude. Let's do the theme music for that. Let's go. Yeah.
1: We need funding. We do need funding. We need funding funding for all this stuff. But
3: <laughs> what
1: okay so what style
0: oh do you God. think we could do uh we could do cowboy bebop in like what I mean sci-fi
1: western It is a sci-fi western.
3: <laughs> it is a sci-fi western. It really? Sci-fi western for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's hella hell of a sci-fi western. It, it, literally like the epitome of sci-fi western.
1: Yeah, then yeah, just It is the
2: epitome of sci-fi western but like the music is so bebop jazz, yeah, yeah. dude. Go. It's so
3: cool. Bebop, be-bop jazz. jazz.
2: What a uh,
0: just
3: a Fantastic idea.
0: Spike Spiegel literally fights in... He fights like Bruce Lee. So like in the show, when you watch his fight choreography, he fights like Bruce Lee. He knows Jeet Kune Do. Oh. That's his style. So when they... they specifically is trained in Jeet Kundo. It's so sick. It's such a sick... Sh- and it's based... It's very... Like the style of the show is very much based in reality. Yeah, it's so very the way grounded. They, yeah. So the I
2: picture they, it like a mix. Or actually, no, a futuristic old boy. So imagine yeah. the aesthetic and the look and the, the feel of old boy, except it just happens to be set in the near future. talking
1: about the original old yeah, boy? Yeah, the
2: original one, not the new one. <laughs> I also imagine like a dirty... I want,
1: I'd want dream. better cinematography than that.
0: The I mean, original old boy? If Jeremy's shooting it, it'll have really good cinematography. Dude. Better dude. cinematography. That freaking hallway fight was and legendary. That was I'm saying that was,
1: it was dope, but I would want it, I'd, I'd want it to be a little bit more... I want it to be a little bit more flashy.
2: So, like, not better, just more flashy. Because yeah, old mean boys, better, I'm sorry. Yeah, old boy cinematography is timeless. Yeah, I think I need to
1: rewatch that. I just felt, I don't know, I felt like it was very, it was a little too grounded. Like it was just a little too realistic. Like I would want it to be, like when you see a Western in my eyes, I see just big, big shots. Yeah. Just huge shots. Old boy
2: isn't a Western. I know. But no, you're, I can see what you mean. But I was just talking about specifically the like the costume design, the the production design, yeah, the aesthetic of it, not the actual movie movie.
1: Yeah, you didn't mean visually. I'm mm. sorry. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh
1: I just thought in my head and I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Cowboy Bebop?
2: No.
0: Have Here, you Here's some seen pictures anything from of it, like or? some of the art and stuff. Just so you can get an idea of what yeah. these characters look like. I've seen like.
1: cosplays of Cowboy Bebop.
0: It's dude, I imagine like a dirty future set on Mars, like Normal buildings in society with red, like stark red sky, yeah. blood red, like
2: the uh, the little vignettes from Toonami whenever they do yeah. their little yeah. music video commercial totally. things. Mm-hmm. Dude, those dude. Toonami! Th- did you see that they're starting to bring it back? They
1: yeah. I think it's back. I think it's back, dude.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> Toonami knows what they're doing. So what? Like, where does Cowboy Bebop? What is it? Where is it set?
0: In space, but they. So basically, they live in a world where they've terraformed Mars, and so okay. they basically, like Mars is habitable, there's oxygen on Mars, but it still has, like, the red sky and all that. They, uh, uh, they've got a ship, they're bounty hunters, so... Like Total Recall. <laughs> yeah, uh, I haven't seen Total Recall, so I don't know.
1: I really like this. They're
0: space bounty hunters, basically. And, uh, and they're basically going out trying to find, uh, like, scores, And so there's a ton of different stories you can tell within their world, and
1: uh, which one would you tell? The
2: sunsets need to look like.
0: I'm sorry, which one would you tell? You know, I feel like I would want to tell an original. I I would want it to be an original adventure. It's a very interesting anime because the way that the story is following
2: those characters just on an original adventure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, like the way that the that that series unfolds is like they go from adventure to adventure. And there isn't a whole lot of, like, consistent... There's no, like, Game of Thrones-esque story arc to it. It's kind of about the excitement and monotony of life, where sometimes life is exciting and incredible and insane, and then sometimes it's completely monotonous and boring, and they're just sitting around their ship waiting to get from point A to point B. Like, they go and find this... Uh one of the characters gets their hands on like some ancient technology and then tries to go sell it at this pawn shop. And it turns out that ancient technology is a VHS tape. And they sell the VHS. That's how I saw it on my head.
1: I saw it more Blade Runner.
0: Yeah, I mean okay. that, I I think in in Cowboy Bebop there would be some places that look like Blade Runner. Oh yeah. And there would be some places that look kind of like uh like more just
3: I don't know. The thing is, you can do so many different aesthetics with it. It's yeah. Because it, it's space, dude. You can yeah. make literally whatever you want. That's it's the future. best thing about sci fi. You can literally build everything from the ground up. Mm-hmm. And you could just use Mars and like the way that they have Mars in the show yeah. as a base to go off of. Okay. You know, because like, so Mars can look like how I'm they really have it in the show. In show. But you can I'm just visit watch it. a planet that we've never seen before. Yeah. yeah. Just hey, do we do have access to this at home? Bebop? Mm-hmm. Is it
0: on? I think it might be on Crunchyroll for sure. Uh, I, I think it's Crunchy for sure Roll. on Crunchyroll. Uh, Crunchy Roll. Crunchyroll,
3: Roll. so not yeah, an advertisement I, for Crunchyroll. I may have, <laughs> I may have it on our hard drive, but mm. you guys should watch
0: that. But we should probably close out the show because yeah. uh, Fred and Tony got to go. But Indeed. thank you guys for tuning in. We freaking love you. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Danny lashep He's at Fred underscore Sully at Jeremy Lee with three Ys over there and at Walk on Tony. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, guys. Uh, follow us on our Instagrams and uh, check out our Patreon. We got a lot of dope stuff on there. Uh, we got some. We got a big change that's happening soon. So can't tell you what it is right now, but just be prepared for a big change and. Uh, everything's great and things are coming along great with the, with the videos so thank you guys for constantly supporting us everyone on patreon uh, you guys are the reason why we've been able to do these last couple projects and uh, we're shooting a new video uh, next week so we're we're the ball is rolling guys we're getting stuff done so thank you. Thank you for everybody who listens to the show. Thank you for everybody who watches it on YouTube. Thank you to everybody who donates to us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who doesn't donate to us on Patreon, but would like to. Thank you for everybody out there who just wants to see us succeed. Seriously. And I'm not being facetious at all. Like, I'm so freaking grateful to every single one of you guys. We love you.
1: We also, appreciate you. Also, we love you. Noel. And we're sorry that we we didn't get to have him on the show. What are you talking about? He's, I am Noel. He Noel. is... He is... Um, Noel? Noel is literally doing something way cooler right yeah, now than what we're doing. Hair, so. Um he's over he's in LA, right? He's in, he's LA. in LA at the uh, at the premiere of Good Game. Good game. Yeah. With Jade, the very the 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 very own Jade. Our, yeah. our friend yeah. Jade. You so know, Good
0: Game, GG. Her name is actually Jade. And yes. uh, Jade. Jade Payton, and she is one of the stars of uh, Game Grumps' new YouTube Red series, Game Grumps and Dan Harmon. So if you're familiar with Community or Rick and Morty, Morty. or His. other Dan Harmon stuff, Dan Harmon's <laughs> freaking awesome. If you guys don't know who Dan Harmon is, Google him. He's freaking... He's a yeah. He's one of the best, most creative and um, amazing minds in Hollywood right now. Genius.
2: If you guys like Community, you'll probably like Good Game because Good Game, it's a YouTube Red series and it feels like an episode of Community.
0: bye bye you. Guys, seriously, the first episodes are free on Game Grumps channel. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, again, our friend Jade is in there. Please support her. Uh, and, like, legitimately, and they, also this isn't a pain ad, paid ad. Me and Jeremy <laughs> sat down and watched the first two episodes, and we're actually quite blown away at how legitimately funny and clever they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys are a fan of of uh, the gaming community at all, mm-hmm. it's... it's like a really solid show
3: you know gg no re all
0: right guys we love you bye bye